Incredible stuff from Tyler Harvey earlier on this afternoon. The Illawarra Hawks with a win over the New Zealand Breakers, 78 to 76. Tyler Harvey with 25 points and the big three to close out the game. Joining us down the line this afternoon to talk all things hoops is four-time NBL champion with the Perth Wildcats. He is having his jersey hung up into the rafters at RAC Arena tomorrow night when the Perth Wildcats take on the Sydney Kings. The man I do speak of is Sean Redditch. Sean, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yes, uh, some uh, interesting results so far, that's for sure. What's going on? The Illawarra Hawks in the Heritage jerseys, they looked uh, quite interesting there in the yellow and the blue uh, shorts, but uh, they get the win over the New Zealand Breakers. They've been struggling as of late. Sean, what's your take on the game? Oh, look, I, um, you know, to, to, you know, Illawarra has probably struggled um, all season, obviously, but, uh, you know, they've still got a lot of talent there. And when you got Tyler Harvey, you uh, can get hot quickly. Um, you know, they're, they're playing with a lot of prod, kind of nothing to lose. And, uh, you know, New Zealand, after a great start to the year, they've, uh, they have kind of struggled, been able to mm-hmm. close out those close games. We saw them lose against the Wildcats. Um, last week, and then uh, there was a tough one to Illawarra. You know, they're they're definitely in danger of falling out of that top uh, top four, and even you know dropping down to fifth or sixth, possibly. And how about yesterday's game, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix upsetting the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers at the Silver Dome? A lot of people expected it to go the other way, but uh, the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix bounced back with a win. Yeah, well, they got. I think they've got you know most of their team back now. They were having some injuries, and, and you know a lot of. Uh, responsibility put on Mitch Creek. Um, so to get uh, some of those guys back that, that were missing, I think that was a big key for them. Uh, and, you know, I think they're kind of one of those danger teams that uh, although they were struggling for a long time, um, now that they've got uh, most of the guys back healthy, I think they'll be a, a tough beat uh, down the last stretch. But they've only got three games as well. Uh, you know, looking at the schedule, they got to finish with the Wildcats, Cans, and uh, Sydney Kings. So uh, three of the top four teams right there, that's going to be a tough tough challenge for them. How do you see that top six playing out at this stage in the season, Sean? Because it's very interesting. We've got a play-in tournament. There are really two teams sitting outside of that top six that could potentially make their way in the Adelaide 36ers, though. They've been struggling in recent times, and they're down against the Brisbane Bullets as we speak, 58-54 with uh, just under five minutes remaining in the third. But how are you seeing that top six playing out? Look, I mean, you've obviously got the Sydney Kings um, and Cairns Taipan who kind of got that one-two spot, uh, barring, you know, a collapse from Cairns. Everyone else is sitting on, you know, at least 10 losses. So, uh, you know, and then you get there from three to six. It really could go anyway. That you, uh, depending on which team gets hot and is playing well at the end, you know, I think the one team that's probably playing the best at the moment outside of, you know, Kansas Sydney is, is Melbourne. You know, that they've uh, they've really picked things up, and um, you know, I think they're a danger team as well. All right, well, uh, yeah, the Brisbane Bullets leading the Adelaide Thirty Sixes sixty to fifty four. But uh, let's look ahead to tomorrow night's game because we've got our very own Perth Wildcats up against the number one seeded Sydney Kings at RAC Arena, 6.30 tip-off. It's going to be a fantastic game. And you will be having your jersey uh, retired, the number 42. Uh, Sean, firstly, why the number 42? How did you you get that number? Oh, look, I think it was, uh, you know, when I grew up in in Nebraska, it was uh, 
went to high school, went to Lincoln East High School. My first season there, um, normally that you know all the guards had the uh, smaller numbers. They had the cool numbers, twelve and fourteen <laughs> and six, and um, and all the big guys. It was the bigger sizes, so I got given forty-two. That was one of the tallest guys on the team. Um, and, uh, and then I just kind of kept it from there. So, you know, I think I've been wearing 42 since I was in year nine and, uh, it worked for me back then. I just thought, uh, let's just keep, keep going. So there was no real rhyme or reason other than that was the first number I got given. And I just, uh, stayed with it ever since. Just the tag on the back was the extra large or double XL, whatever it was. That's, uh, that's the reason. There you go. The number 42 and, uh, such an iconic number for the Perth Wildcats, of course. Uh, tell us about your time. Uh, with the Perth Wildcats, I mean, four championships and, you know, just such great memories with such great players alongside you. How do you reflect on, on your career? Oh, I think sometimes you you kind of look back and, you know, I was fortunate to play 12 years. You know, there were some great teams. There were some great moments. There were some, uh, you know, devastating moments as well. But uh, overall, it was it was an unbelievable, unbelievable experience, um, you know, to, to win – not only one championship as a player is is um, is, is awesome, but uh, you know, to be able to win four, we competed. You know, went to a couple more grand finals and, and fell short. But uh, you know, I was fortunate to play with some some great teammates. You know, guys that uh, you know, I think uh, you know, go down as some of the greatest to, to play. Uh, certainly with the Wildcats and, and the NBL, Damian Martin, he's got the defensive player of the year trophy already named after him. Um, you know, I think Bryce Cotton. Uh, got got half a season with him and was able to witness his his greatness. And, you know, probably the best team I played on was that 2013-14 team with uh, James Ennis um, when he kind of came over and just dominated the league. So, uh, you know, a lot of great memories, great teammates, um, and fortunate to have a lot of success uh, along the way. So, uh, you know, you kind of can't rot the, the script where – you get to finish your career on a win, but uh, thanks to Bryce Cotton, it's 45 points. Got to walk out of RAC Arena, playing my last game, uh, winning the championship. Uh, it was it was a special moment, and uh, you know, definitely proud of of uh, of the time I spent with the Caps. Yeah, yeah, what a great career it was, uh, Sean and. Um, for, for fans wanting to attend tomorrow night's uh, matchup against the Sydney Kings, uh, what can we expect? Do you know what's what's coming your way, or you're a bit in the dark? Oh, look, uh, they haven't informed me um, a little bit uh, of what's happening. So they got some, some. It's obviously heritage round as well, so they got a lot of former players there, which would be great to to have them in attendance. Um, and they're going to do the ceremony after the game, so hopefully after. Uh, a Wildcats win, and everyone celebrating. They'll they'll do the uh, the official unveiling. I'm not sure exactly how that all goes down, but uh, yeah, if the fans attend the game, hopefully they'll stick around afterwards and not try and beat the uh, traffic to get home, and and hopefully uh, yeah, share the special moment. Okay, for for Wildcats fans attending the game, there you go. Stick around afterwards. Hopefully, it is a Wildcats win. Uh, no Mitch Norton uh, tomorrow night. Um, what's the latest on Mitch? Oh look, that's 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 news to me as well. Yep. Um, so uh, you know that's a tough loss. Obviously, I think um, you know one of the areas where they really struggled against the Kings last time was defensively. So uh, Mitch Norton's probably their best defensive guard. Uh, but in, in saying that, he hasn't been getting great minutes um, as of late, and maybe uh, 
you know, due, due to the injury. So getting him fresh and healthy come final time, I think, you know, he's going to play some, some key moments. Um, and knowing just, just him and, and the type of player and person he is, he'll still be able to provide that leadership from, yeah, from we're the hearing line. But, mm. but oh. it was, uh, yeah, it's a tough loss. Yeah, I was just going to say we're hearing it's a hip injury. So uh, that has ruled out Mitch Norton and uh, Michael Harris will come into the 11-man lineup. Yeah, what's your take on the way that John really has been uh, using his uh, roster and his rotations recently? We're probably seeing some less minutes from the likes of a, a Toddy Blanchfield, like you said, a Mitch Norton, Jesse Wagstaff, Majuk Majuk. Uh, what's your take on the way that John really is, is using his, his rotations at the moment? Look, it, it kind of seems like he's going with, like, if if you're playing well, you're going to stay out there and you're going to play 25, 30, maybe 35 minutes. Um, and, you know, you've got, got a lot of firepower now. You had Ty Webster, Corey Webster, Bryce Cotton. When all three of those guys are firing, it's a it's a tough lineup to defend. So, it, you know, I think that, uh, you know, he shortened the lineup against the New Zealand Breakers, had some success. Um, obviously against the Adelaide 36ers with the roof open, they just shut the, the lights out. Um, and they're not going to do that every game, but uh, when you, when things are rolling like that, well, you're going to just keep going with it. Um, you know, Trevor Gleason used to always say to us, look, it's not about the five best players, but the five that are playing the best together out there. And if you guys are go, going on a run and you're doing well, we're going to stick with it. It just kind of feels like that's what he, he's taken, um, seeing if he can uh, get this line up. Um, playing, but you know, I still think you know guys like Mitch Norton and Blanchfield are gonna come in and have a huge moment for for the club down the stretch. I, th- I think that they're you know the type of players, person they are. They're still gonna play uh, you know some, some key moments for them. And, and what a, a luxury to have the guys like that with that much experience, yeah. you know, sitting on your bench, especially a Jesse Wagstaff as well. So, uh, but yeah, I think it, you know he's going. I'm gonna give the starters 30 minutes if they're playing well and. To me, the Tayshawn Thomas is the one that's really um, come on as of late. I think, you know, he, he had an ankle injury early on in the season, and now he's um, he, he's coming good. You're seeing when he's got his athleticism, he's a uh, he's a tough cover there, down there in the in the center position. Yeah, he's playing some great basketball. Uh, Sean Redditch like at the moment is to Sean Tomich. Uh, Sean, a big thanks to you for joining me here on the program this evening. Thank you very much for for taking the time, and all the very best for tomorrow's unveiling. Cheers. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. There he goes, Sean Redditch, former Perth Wildcat, four-time NBL champion. I thank him for his time on today's show.